I don't know if you're on TikTok, like, you know, a user of TikTok where you go on and scroll and watch little videos. I myself was particularly resistant to joining TikTok. I don't need another social media platform in my life. And especially when it came on the scene in 2020 and it was a lot of dancing and pointing, I just said, no, thank you. I still have very mixed feelings about the platform and I am absolutely not here (laughs) to encourage you to get on it. But lately I've been using it to kind of keep an eye on the trends. Like it is a great place to see what's trending, especially among Gen Z. And I am not a Gen Z or I don't think anyone listening to this would ever confuse the fact that I'm not in that generation. But they seem to be driving the trends and driving the platform. And I find it really interesting. In my truest, nerdiest, researchy self, I kind of use it as a social anthropologist. I don't create, but I do kind of keep an eye on what's going on. And so for the sake of today's episode, I am going to assume that you don't use it and you don't necessarily know what's trending. And what I'm about to talk about actually isn't trending. It was maybe trending last summer. So clearly as these cycles go, it's probably now out of out of trend. But there was a big phase a little while back, mostly among people in their early 20s, like college age and early 20s. And it was called the five to nine. And the five to nine referred to the morning hours before work. So basically optimizing five o'clock to nine o'clock for self-care exercise, being the best you that you can be before you started the day. The emphasis on the five to nine was always like unhealthy and optimizing and skincare routines, like very social media, TikTok friendly. And pretty soon the five to nine morning edition was adopted into the five to nine evening edition. So then it was optimizing the hours from five to nine when you get home in the evening. So either way, whether that it's five to nine morning or five to nine evening, it was this idea of making the most out of this time and taking care of yourself in like a pretty performative way. Like, I mean, it's TikTok. That's what it's about. It's a visual platform of videos. You have to make it performative to get anybody to watch your video. So that was the trend, morning or evening. It was obviously done by a certain type of person in a certain age category. And like all trends in this day and age, there was also backlash, like a lot of people criticizing this trend saying that you don't need to be productive every single second of the day. You don't need to be optimizing your health through like elaborate skincare routines and, you know, 12-step exercise programs. But my obvious reaction to the five to nine morning or the five to nine evening was just no. No, in that this is wildly unrealistic for anybody that has responsibilities beyond themselves. Like if you only have yourself to care for and you work from home and you have control of like when you start your day and basically how you structure your day and when you get done with your day, then you could do something like this. But for the rest of us, the overwhelming majority, it just doesn't make sense. It's not realistic and it's not necessary. So if that style of five to nine or nine to five appeals to you, I actually don't think this particular podcast is right for you because that is not what we're talking about. But if you do want to organize 
your time after work or your evening hours in a way that is simple and sustainable and contributes to you feeling good in your life, well, then you are in the right place. I'm Robin Conley Downs, and this is Whole Life Organized. By the end of this episode, you will have a simple strategy to organize your after work or evening hours. So if you're anything like me, the morning hours, transition time before everyone leaves the house, goes off to school, goes off to work, I get started at work, and the evening hours when everybody returns home, there are activities, there are sports, there is homework, there is decompressing, there is emotional energy, there is things to do. Like These are uh, not calm times. These are chaos times. And if I'm not careful, that time just disappears. And while I am definitely not in the five to nine productivity, wellnessy, optimized skincare kind of camp, I also think it's such a lost opportunity to go through life when most, when you know, you have five work days in a week, if you follow that kind of work schedule, I know some people are swing shifts. Like there's so many different kinds of ways to work, and some people work outside of the home, or you're you work in the home, or you take care of people in your house. Regardless, those like work style days, if that time is slipping away and disappearing five out of seven days, I do think that's a, a missed opportunity. And not a missed opportunity to be more productive, but a missed opportunity to probably be a bit more intentional. And I don't think it's a missed opportunity to get more done, but I do think it's an opportunity to get the right things done. So that's the key question, right? What are the right things to focus on? And when I tell you that this is a relatable problem, because if I'm not careful, the after work or evening hours look very much like just a whole bunch of competing priorities between homework and after-school activities and practices and concerts and meetings. Not to mention the emotional support role that I play in my family. There's a lot of energy in the evening. There's a lot of emotions. It's just a segment of the day that really can slip through our fingers and I think can lead to that groundhog day feeling where you're like, how did I get how did I get to the end of the week? And also this feeling of missed opportunity of of missed presence of missed intention so i want you to imagine for a minute like a continuum or a spectrum and on one end of that spectrum is the five to niners nine to fivers and i'm going to paint you a realistic picture of what that might look like because i have a tiktok right in front of me that i'm going to read to you that is one of these like routines from one of these people and it says This is directly from her TikTok post. Electrolytes with filtered water and 30 grams of protein in the morning before coffee, ice ice rolling, tongue scraping, oil pulling, cold showers, 15 minutes direct sunlight in the morning, 30 minute daily walks, ginger tea and magnesium at night, low impact workout, reduce inflammation, red light therapy, apple cider vinegar before larger meals, dry brushing, reducing nervous system stimulation, lymph drainage massages. Okay, that was real, literally word for word. I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus. I'm just trying to show you like one end of the extreme of organizing evening hours or organizing after work hours. And then on the other end of this extreme, this continuum, this spectrum is coming home or just ending the day and 
just letting the day seep away from you. So the time slips through your fingers. You don't have a lot of focus or intention and fall into bed and pass out. Okay, so number one, where you want to be on that spectrum because one isn't good or bad. I mean, maybe the way I just presented it painted one or both in negative light, but I don't think that's my intention. What I'd like you to understand is that there are many options in between those extremes and there also are extremes. And you may be in one or the other, or one extreme or the other, but that there's a multitude of options in between those two ideas of the nine to fibers, the five to niners, or on the other end, basically having no plan, no organization. So I want you to think about which end you want to be closer to or if you really want to fall squarely in the middle. Because if you don't even have a sense of how you feel and how you want to feel, it's really hard to know where you want to go and how to organize your time, your energy, your attention. Now, beyond that, I have a very practical, tactical strategy. It's one of several steps. I'm just providing one today to keep it really simple and streamlined. I want you to be able to put this into action. There are more that complete it that we offer in our program, but I always just want to simplify it and give you the most direct thing that you can put into action right now. And the first thing is that we really need to know what we're dealing with. And that is step one. And I think it's a step that we often overlook. It's getting everything in one place physically or getting everything in one place from a time perspective. So in order to get everything in one place to know what we're working with, we need to just do a little light documenting. As in documenting, where is your time going? And I like to focus on time documenting, but I'm really talking here about like energy and attention because those are all different things and they're all important things. But I think if we just focus on the actual where is the time going, it simplifies things. So this is what I want you to do for like five days. They don't have to be in a row, but I really love to get like a good idea of where the time is going. And so I want you to get a notebook or a journal or planner that you've never used could also use your phone, but I really want you from the time you walk in the door from work or whatever marks your evening evening hours. So if you're not in a like traditional job, you are a stay-at-home parent or you work for yourself, what marks the evening hours? For me, that is when my child gets home from school, she takes the bus. So even though I still do some work later in the day, that is definitely like a big transition time where all of a sudden I'm dealing with emotions and conflicts of of where my attention needs to go and I need to help with certain things. So that's my marker, whatever you want to decide yours is, whether it's like physically getting home or a time or a person coming in the door, pick a time. Then I want you to document what are you doing with your time. And I, I know that people can get bogged down with perfectionism when it comes to time tracking, but this is just documenting like a few days of your life. So we're not trying to get a perfect illustration of minute by minute, but I want you to understand where your time is going. We can't organize something if we don't know what it is that we're working with. And I can't give you a system unless you know what you're doing now. And each day may differ for you. So that's why I usually try to get five days. You know, for us, depends on the time of year too. Like if it's summer, it's going to be different than the school year. We, we I have kids in school, so that's going to be different for me. So I'm going to do this now and I might do it again in the summer. And it also can change with like school activities, sports, all of those things. But this is just giving you a realistic picture of where your time, energy, and attention are going. 
It's literally just a running list. So you don't have to time mark it or overly complicate it, but as if each item, each thing that you're doing is an item on the to-do list, you're just writing it down retrospectively. You can get as detailed or as granular as you like. I think it's helpful to get very detailed because these are all ways that you are spending your time. These are all important tasks that you're doing. So it could be like putting your things away. It could be helping your child get their items put away. It could be getting yourself a snack. It could be getting someone else a snack. If you prepare dinner, then I'd break that down in a couple steps like dinner prep, eating dinner. If you are on cleanup duty, if you clean the kitchen, that goes on the list. If you do have kids in the house, like anything that you're doing, whether it's shuttling to and from practices, if it's if it's assisting with homework, if it's you know troubleshooting things that happen during the day, and then I would add anything you're doing to take care of yourself, <laughs> which I don't know why I'm laughing, except that I have, for many many people I work with, that's that there's nothing on this list that would include taking care of yourself, but you could put like anything you do for an evening routine, if you wash your face, if you take a shower, if you journal, if you meditate, if you scroll on your phone, if you read, if you then watch TV and fall asleep. And again, this is documenting. It's not judgment. It's not like a way to beat yourself up or give yourself points. There's no moral value in how you're spending this time. And my guess is what you're doing is a lot of things for a lot of people. So if you can do this for five days without judging yourself or beating yourself up, if you miss a day or if you're not getting it exactly right, but you are getting a general sense of where your time and energy and attention are going, I think it's just very helpful to see what's really going on. And even though this isn't even the strategy I promised, I find that this time documenting strategy is really, really helpful for people who are wanting to be more intentional with their time, to organize their time, but aren't sure why it's not working. It's so illuminating to just see what's really going on. Like, where is your time actually going? And after you have a few days, five days collected, then I want you to do one of my favorite, favorite things, which is to create a to-do list and a to-don't list. And so I want you to look at the time, the time documenting that you did. And I want you to see if there's anything in those evening hours or those after work hours that can go on the to don't list. Because we always want to start by adding more, right? Like we always want to say, well, I want to have a nice evening routine or I want an organized evening after work. And I never want you to start by adding more. I always want you to start by seeing if there's something we can take out. Because that's step number two is what to keep and what to get rid of. And honestly, maybe there is nothing that you can get rid of. But as you look at the list, I I wonder if there are things that you're doing that maybe you don't need to do or you don't want to be doing or that you could have someone else help you with. And in this way, your to-do list for your evening hours becomes the basis for, you know, an evening routine. And just as important, your to-don't list helps inform this evening routine or after-work hour routine. And look, I'm not saying you're going to uncover multiple hours that were not accounted for. Most of us have a lot going on in the five to nine. But... 
when you know what you're working with, when you have it all in one place, and then you can decide what stays and what goes. And then you can see if there's anything else that can fit in that will help you feel good about how you're spending that time of day. Because if you can move a few things from your to-do list, from that list of how you were spending your time over to the to-don't list, it may free up a few little pockets of time. And then I'd go back to where to start and I'd say, how do you want to feel? And how can we fit some small pockets of time into those evening hours? And also maybe giving yourself credit for some things you're already doing in those evening hours. Paying attention on purpose to the time that you're sitting and reading a book with your kid or chatting about the day or sitting down at a real table to eat your meal or taking three minutes before bed to jot down a self-compassion list to give yourself credit for all the things that you're doing in your day. As I've said before, I know you have a lot on your plate and I'm not suggesting that we can take it all off. My personal goal is not to be a nine to fiver. It is not adding more to do to what I'm already doing, but it is to know where my time, energy, and attention is going, and then to have a list of what I am trying to do, and as important, have a list of what I'm not doing. And from there, it is to fit in the things that I know move the needle for me, that I know are related to how I want to feel, that keep me grounded and connected and fueled to wake up and do it again tomorrow. If you come up with a to-do list and a to-don't list for your evening hours, I would love to see it. You can connect with me at Whole Life Organized on Instagram. This is Robin Conley Downs from Whole Life Organized reminding you that you're not behind, you're not doing it wrong, and you've got time. <laughs>